0: Yes, hello, this is Kenneth Andersen's podcast, and it's the 10th of February, 2022. The time is 20 or 4, and it is Thursday. Now, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I really haven't figured that out just yet. I've simply just started this podcast to make a brainstorming of what my thoughts might be, and where it may take me, this podcast, I do not really know. So, for example, when you look at this uh, picture uh, on the right, or maybe it's on your left, what do you think about it? It's uh, not spring, but it is uh, autumn. It is um, where, well, summer goes over to the maybe not so pleasant for many people um, the autumn where things are diminishing things are getting colder and of course in here in denmark also wetter Uh, a lot of rain a lot of storms a lot of uh, you might say bad weather but that is one way to look at it of course but another way to look at this is that we have uh, changing seasons here in Denmark. A lot of other places around the world, they do not have these um, seasons where things are changing that much. On the equator, for example, well, it is hot all year round, and if you like that, well, then you should, of course, move there. But if you prefer the changing seasons, well, there's many places around the world you can <laughs> take on to holiday, for example, where you can experience these uh, different kind of, uh, you could call it mood swings of Mother Nature, where we get a sense or a feeling or a mood um, of these seasons. You could call it uh, the happy mood is of course uh, springtime and summer, and uh, not so pleasant moods are autumn and winter. Uh, There's a lot of um, talk about uh, winter depression, where people do not get enough uh, sunlight, so the mood changes to the worse. Basically what happens outside in Mother Nature changes the way we feel about ourselves and others. So this is also something that we have to take into consideration when we feel a bit down, feel a bit lonely or feel a bit sad. Well, that is because, or maybe because, we do not get enough sunlight. I believe that uh, springtime and summer is, for my sake at least, a lot more happier, a lot more uplifting. I feel like I should go outside even more than I do at uh, autumn and uh, and winter time. Of course, the weather is also cold, and well, it's not so pleasant to, to be outside. Unless you are an outside person, of course. Unless you are maybe outside all year round and not in your cozy living room all the time. So this is also something that we need to think about. If we want to change our life to the better, perhaps we have to change our viewpoint and see that... Uh, autumn and uh, winter is actually also um, uh, a season that we can be happy and joyful in. That we can see the joy and happiness in experiencing Mother Nature uh, not at its best, but at its worst. Why? Well, because the mood swings of Mother Nature provides us with um, an idea of how we human beings also have mood swings, that we also can have our ups and downs, and of course we want that to, um, we want our mood to always be a happy one. Uh, we always want uh, life to be joyful and exciting. Well, of course, the problem lies, when I am talking about these uh, topics, about what we put through our eyes and ears. That is also very important to our happiness or lack of happiness. If we always watch the news, watch the politicians, watch everything that they want us to talk about, climate change, uh, the... This disease, of course, also before it was terrorism, it has always something to do with the negative mood swings, you could say. It has always something to do with, with uh, autumn and winter, where we should be focusing on uplifting uh, topics. We should be focusing on what makes us happy and joyful in life even more so in or in this uh, in the springtime and summer so when we watch television what do we really occupy our mind with is it something uplifting is it something wholesome is it something that provides us with happiness and joy in our life well if we can answer no to that Well, there's only one person in the room that can change that, and that's yourself. You have to yourself change the way you view what you put through your eyes and ears as something important to your mood, uh, to your feeling of joy and happiness or the lack of it. So how can we move forward from that? Well, of course, uh, I have always been talking about the garbage can that a lot of people, including myself, are eating from. What I mean by that is, of course, not literally, but figuratively. Uh, It means that what we put through our eyes and ears may not be the thing that brings us happiness and joy. It might be, as I've been explaining many times, the garbage can that I can (laughs) interpret as uh, persisting of violent video games, violent movies, uh, movies who portray people's bad behaviors as something that you can allow yourself to be entertained by, the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which are only made uh, there to make people fight amongst themselves, quarrel amongst themselves, and feel sad and miserable and lonely. This is not these happy platforms or joyful platforms that we might think that they are. There are some very deceitful people, very bad people behind these platforms because they know how to divide and conquer human beings. They know how to divide us up into groups so that we do not feel a sense of unity in our minds when we talk to each other, when we interact with each other. So the problem is that how can we get out of this mindset that the elite, the ruling class, the 1% of the 1% wants us in? Well, of course, we have to be aware of the way they are changing our mind or the way they are manipulating our mind. I've been explaining this many times in my previous videos. Uh, An example is, of course, uh, climate change. Uh, If you watch the news, there's a lot of uh, talk about, um, for example, uh, natural catastrophes, uh, natural disasters hurricanes and volcano eruption and all the rest of it. And of course, when you are exposed to this many, many times, all of a sudden now you see in the news they are talking about climate change. So the only thing that you can conclude is put the two things together that you are actually to blame for these uh, catastrophes. And of course you are not. That is not your fault. But the television, the manipulators have manipulated you into thinking this. The same thing with this disease that we all thought that we were going to die. Everyone was, it was like the plague of the 1500s. (laughs) And it is not of course, the fear-mongering that has been put out there, the constant talking about it in the news, uh, in advertisements, in uh, when you wa- walk outside in the city, in your phone, everywhere you look, everywhere you walk, this is, uh, yeah, you could call it propaganda, because it is meant for you to have a certain mindset of your government, that you trust them, of course, that they are going to provide you with the solutions to your fears. And, of course, I'm here to tell you (laughs) they are not going to do that. On the contrary, they are working towards a one-world government, a dictatorial state, and the blueprint is uh, the Chinese uh, government, the Chinese population, the people of China. So we are going to have a point system in the future. We are going to have a passport on our phone in the future that are going to decide how many points do we really have. And of course, the environmental garbage is also going to be placed in this uh, app so that you can also see um, how you have become more or less of a person who follows the orders from your government. They're going to implement a couple of months or three months from now uh, this uh, because they're going to come a new variant of this uh, disease or so called disease, and they're going to fear even more. They can see that it works, that people are fear-mongering, that their people are wearing these uh, uh, masks over their faces. So, of course, when it works, why not keep on going? Of course, they know that they have to let go a little bit and provide people with some sort of freedom feeling, but then uh, a couple months or three months or four months from now, of course, they're going to come a new disease. And the lockdown is going to be uh, even more fearful. And of course, what they really want us to fear is fear itself. But what they really want us to fear is uh, the police and the military. Because the police and the military is going to be implemented. And people are going to be taken out of their houses and put in these military facilities, Uh, I've been explaining this uh, also in my previous videos where I showed you the documents signed and sealed from the head or top um, of the medical world in Denmark and also in the uh, top uh, military brass that they are all signed that under this so-called pandemic they are going to uh, be like (laughs) in, in Australia, for example. So, if we think that we are liberated in Denmark, we're going to have a very broad or very sudden uh, upbringing, or or not upbringing, but awakening. We're going to be awakening to the fact that our government isn't there to benefit us, it is there to benefit them, and in the end, of course, benefit the persons that they are working for. I have been talking a lot about the Freemasonic Lodges, of course, the Illuminati, skull and Bones, Bohemian Grove, the Fabian Society, Club of Rome. Um... A lot of these secret societies that work in the shadows, um, pulling the strings in the politicians, because if the politician wants power over the people, they they have to do what the secret society tells them to do, of course. Uh, So this plan that I've been talking about the last seven or eight years is slowly but surely being implemented uh, throughout the world. Of course, it is only when you take a step back and not allow yourself to be entertained or be manipulated into talking about the various topics that they are or they want you to talk about. Climate change, uh, this uh, agenda of the difference between the sexes, or the difference between uh, genders or the difference between uh, a white person and a black person, anything that they can do to divide people up into people who uh, fear each other and talk ill or badly about each other. That is their agenda, of course. And of course, when you talk about the secret societies, you're going to be placed with a tinfoil hat on your head because not a lot of people are going to believe that there are some people behind the politicians pulling the strings uh, basically uh, giving them the power that they so desperately need because what else is there for them they have lost Love and kindness. They have lost the ability to show, uh, like the merciful Samaritan, they are, or they have lost the ability to show themselves as the merciful Samaritan. And now they have been, um, what do you call it? When you are, when you are watching something and you are being persuaded by it. Uh, power, of course, being one of the nasty human personality traits, well, then uh, there are no room for love and kindness. And of course, when they, these uh, politicians, uh, get the power from the secret societies, they also realize that they cannot really get out of it. They cannot really talk about these uh, secret societies because otherwise they're going to lose the little power that they have over other human beings. So this is why power over people is a dangerous, dangerous thing. You can look up and through history and see that time and time again People with power have abused the power over the people and basically enslaved them. Nazi Germany was a stark example of it, but also Mussolini, but also communist China, North Korea, also the Soviet Union. The list is basically endless of examples of. When people simply just blindly follow their leader, it's going to lead them into a living hell. So what can we do to get out of this mindset? Well, of course, we need to say no to them. We need to realize that people are lying to us. I'm going to say that one more time, that people are lying to us, that the people we see on the television is basically actors, very good actors, but they are basically what the Bible clearly talks about. Uh, They are wolves in sheep clothing. They look like sheep, but deep down inside, they are pure evil. Because the invisible force that they are worshipping is, of course, of the evil one, and you can look that up if you simply just... uh, uh type in uh, youtube or, or on youtube uh, alex infiltrates bohemian grove you can see where people are meeting in mass 25 or 3500 people uh, every year to worship what they are worshiping well a stone owl of course but deep down inside we human beings should be aware of uh, these very, very powerful people going out and doing these evil deeds in the forest or in the redwood forest of the United States of America. Uh, I believe it is in California. So, before we come to the conclusion that I'm simply just a nut job, uh, a tinfoil hat, conspiracy nut job, let's consider the fact that perhaps we are in uh, a autumn or winter. We are actually being put there by the rulers of us. The thing that we or that they are allowing us to be entertained by, the television, the smartphone, is actually not allowing us to enter springtime enter uh, summer. We have to pull away from that mindset we have to say no to it we have to decide what we put through our eyes and ears it has to be something wholesome it has to be something of such a quality that we know when we read about it when we look at it we are going to get a notion of the creator because other People have tried this before, and it has been successful for them. What I'm talking about, of course, when I'm talking about the Creator, is that we human beings, we all come from the same place. We come from an, all 7.8 billion of us, we all come from the same place. We come from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandfather and grandmother, and so forth and so on. Now I see that as a pretty intelligent mate, therefore also they have to be an intelligent creator behind it all. I know that his name is Jehovah God, the Almighty One. And before you jump to conclusions, no, I am not one of Jehovah's Witnesses because Jehovah God has left that organization a long time ago. Unfortunately, of course. What I can say to you is um, that it is very easy but also very difficult uh, to worship Jehovah God. What you should do, of course, is be aware of the things that he not only dislikes but also hates. I have been talking about the garbage from the garbage can many, many times because I want to expose the fact that you cannot participate in all this garbage from the garbage can and think that your mindset is worthy of uh, getting close to Jehovah God, the Almighty One. You have to say no to this. You have to uh, show Jehovah God in your deeds, uh, your everyday life, that you are actually pulling away from the evil one and pulling in the more loving and caring and kind direction. Because deep down inside, every person, every human being on the planet is inside infinite love and kindness. That means also that the Creator, Jehovah God, is infinite loving kindness. So that when we get in contact with a loving kindness in our inner heart, we can also get in contact with Jehovah God. He is also going to open the gates for us, so to speak. But we have to be willing to accept the fact that He has some standards. He is not going to simply open up the gate to everyone because His Holy Spirit does not allow that to happen. So we have to be aware of the fact, of course, many times I've also been talking about uh, meditation. Uh, Meditating in half an hour to an hour every day allows you basically to go into your center, into your loving kindness. You're also allowing or not allowing outside information to enter your mind. In that half an hour to an hour every day, you allow the Creator to come into your life by simply just closing your eyes, praying to Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and closing your prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. So, of course, you recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, uh, the sacrifice that Jesus Christ made before us humans, so that when we die, we all get a resurrection. We all have a second chance, so to speak. We are all going to go before the throne of Jehovah God, where Jesus Christ is sitting, and we are all going to be judged by our deeds in this life. If they were of the joyful, happy, loving, and caring, and kind way that we... um, did our life or molded our personality. So if we molded our personality in a loving and caring and kind way, being like the merciful Samaritan, well, then we are going to have a good judgment, of course. But the other opposite thing is also true. If we only saw the garbage from the garbage can as things that we could allow ourselves to be entertained by, but also allow our mindset to be entertained by, Well, then the problem becomes that when we die and get a resurrection, maybe our resurrection is not going to be so pleasant as if we were of the loving and caring and kind person. So that's why it's important for us as humans to really reconsider the way we think about ourselves and others, the way we act towards each other. This is very important. Why? Well, because it defines our not only personality, but also it defines the way we want Jehovah God to view us as a person. We want us, or we want him to view us as a person like the merciful Samaritan, of course. Not a a single person on the planet is going to say, I want to become like the priest or the Levite." of course. That uh, that felt disgusted by uh, the person had, that had uh, felt in the hands of the robbers, of course not. We like to think of our, about ourselves as a loving and caring and kind person. Every person wants to feel like that, of course. But we can actually fool ourselves into thinking that we are a loving and kind person and still we rummage through the garbage can and we get um, our personalities distorted. We basically change what is good for what is bad and what is bad for what is good. We are calling what is evil uh, good and what is good evil. So we are basically switching things around. We cannot really see it when we are immersed in it, but when we pull away from it, I can guarantee you, you are going to see this as clear as day. Then you can realize that what you have put through your eyes and ears might not have been the best, best thing for you or your personality or the way you think about yourself and others. And now you can say to yourself, or to that garbage can, no, I'm not going to be any part of it anymore. And of course, this is not an easy task. I'm a living proof of it. (laughs) That, of course, it is an ongoing struggle, of course. When we read uh, things in the Bible uh, that we might not, not understand, but, or we might disagree with, well, does that mean that it is wrong in the eyes of Jehovah God, or is it wrong in our own eyes? Are we really being open-minded to the idea that our mindset isn't the same as Jehovah God, the Almighty One? He knows what is best for us as humans, of course, because he has created us. He knows that when people show each other loving kindness, uh, being there for others, talking positively about others uh, in a positive manner, of course, when you use your tongue to do good in society, well, then you are perceived as a pleasant human being. And this is, of course, what we all want to be perceived as. But we might forget that there are also evil forces trying to get us away from the mindset of Jehovah God. And of course, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not going to be an easy task, but I'm going to tell you that it is going to be the best task that you can take uh, on your uh, on your to-do list so to speak because once you start wandering off a little bit from the garbage from the garbage can then you actually realize you come to the realization that this is bad for you this is not good for my mind the way I uh, view myself and others When you really start in your meditation practice to analyze your thoughts and ideas, you get to the sum that perhaps this is or has been uh, a living nightmare for your mind. You have actually oppressed your ability to show love and kindness in such a way that... Of course, it's going to be a very uh, upheaval struggle when you start meditating. But what I can say is, when you keep on meditating half an hour to an hour every day, you are going to allow your inner voice to relax a little, a little bit. And then your inner voice, that might be of the character that always criticise you and others, talk badly about yourself and others, then the inner voice, when you shut the garbage from the garbage can off, off of course, uh, the food that it might have been eating from, then you can lower your volume button on your inner voice. So it's not so um, not so badly talking about yourself and others. So when you start this journey of awakening, then your mind is going to change to the better. Now you can, in your meditation practice, actually analyze your thoughts, actually push the bad thoughts away. You can push what you have been occupying your mind with all these years away for, from you and actually start focusing on what makes us human beings um, a loving and caring and kind human being. And actually, when you start thinking like this, then you can actually also start molding your personality in the direction that you want it to have, and not like the world, of course. So without further ado, let's read a little bit uh, from the Bible. Now, of course, uh, when I start reading, let's see here. Let's take, uh, yeah, we have uh, Songs of Solomon, or we have uh, actually also Matthew number 15 that I've been talking about in the Danish version of this podcast. So let's just read out loud from Matthew uh, number 15. Then there came to Jesus from Jerusalem Pharisees and Scriptures saying, or sorry, scribes, saying, Why do your disciples overstep the traditions of the men of former times? For example, they do not wash their hands when about to eat a meal. In reply he said to them, Why do you overstep the commandment of God because of your traditions? For example, God said, Honor your father and your mother, and let the one who speaks abusively of his father or mother be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever I have that could benefit you, is a gift that is dedicated to God. he He need not honor his father at all. So you have made the word of God invalid because of your traditions. You hypocrites! Isaiah aptly prophesies about you when he said, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far removed from me. It is in vain that they keep worshipping me, for they teach commandments of men as doctrines. With that he called the crowd near and said to them, Listen and get the sense of it. It is not what enters into a man's mouth that defiles him But it is what comes out of his mouth that defiles him. Then the disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were stumbled at hearing what you said? In reply he said, Every plant that my heavenly Father did not plant will be unproached. Let them be. Blind guides is what they are. If then a blind man guides a blind man, both will fall into a pit. Peter responded, Make the illustrations plan or sorry, make the illustrations plain to us. At this he said, Are you also still without understanding? Are you not aware that whatever enters into the mouth passes through the stomach and is discharged into the silver? However, whatever comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and those things defile a man, for example, out of the heart comes wicked reasonings, murders, adulteries, sexual immorality, thefts, false testimonies, blasphemies. These are the things that defile a man, but to take a meal with unwashed hands does not defile a man. So, what defile us as men, or women of course also, We have equal rights here in this country. So we also have to take into consideration that Jesus was not just simply talking (laughs) to us, uh, uh, men, of course, also women. Every person on the planet needs to be very careful about this because it means basically what makes us undesirable for Jehovah God is what comes out of our mouth. And what Jesus says here is what comes out of our mouth is or our heart. Wicked reasoning. Wicked reasoning. It could be that you think very poorly or badly about a person and that can lead you to have some evil deeds that you are going to regret later on. Murders, of course, reasoning can lead to murder. And that is very bad, of course, also, because then you are a murderer. And, of course, that is not a good thing. Uh, Your mindset has changed to the worse. And perhaps it is very difficult for you to uh, get a close relationship with Jehovah God when you have showed uh, your lack of understanding of other people's rights, of course. And, of course, sexual immorality and adultery. This is a very bit tricky one because adultery and sexual immorality, well, of course, if I have to define it myself, and this is only my own definition, it is uh, sex between the same-sex genders, of course. But it is also the lack of understanding of sex should be between a man and a woman, and of course they should be committed to each other for the rest of their life. This is a completely different understanding, of course, than what the world views as sexual immorality. They do not really view it as sexual immorality they simply just go about their business and think that it hasn't got any consequences for them of course but the creator knows better he knows that sexual immorality can lead us into a bad marriage of course a bad divorce uh, where we hate each other and feel disgusted uh, for each other And that is no way to live your life, really. Have another person in this world that you hate with your entire heart, that is not a good thing, of course. So, we have to come to the realization that what comes out of our mouth, of course, this is, of course, also deeds. Because if you talk about it, but you're not doing it, well, of course, then... It is not nearly as bad as, <laughs> as actually acting it out, of course. But it comes from our mind, from our heart. It comes from a place where we need to break it off before it gets out of hand, before uh, we basically lose our relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One. It also says here, uh, theft, be a thief, of course, is not a good thing. Uh, Stealing from another person is not a good thing. We all know this. And it also can lead to uh, false false testimony, because uh, you could get into the habit of lying, not only for a judge, of course, but also when you have to speak the truth to another person, you might lie to conceive something that you might find unpleasant. But this is also a bad thing, of course. Blasphemy is, of course, also one of the things that we might not consider, really. Blasphemy, well, of course, when you watch stand-up comedians, that is, of course, many of them and not all of them, but many of them, is actually blasphemous, or not only towards uh, Jehovah God, but also towards each other, uh, speaking badly about each other, speaking ill about each other, having a, a tone that is despicable, disgusting, and making other people feel bad uh, inside. That is being blasphemous. Of course there's a lot of other de- definitions about it but that is my definition of it. And of course I suggest that we uh, step uh, step back from it and really ask ourselves a question like, is it good or beneficial for me when I mock others or when I allow other people to um, Mock other people and I become entertained by it, I merge myself into it and I laugh about it. Is it really something that is <laughs> going to have a, a, a good impact on my relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One? No, of course not. So we have to realize that what we think about, what we participate in, is something that is going to affect us in a way that we perhaps do not really think about too much in our everyday life and of course then we have to take the consequences of our bad decisions and of course this is what i am talking about in my podcast i try to explain to myself of course first and foremost and of course also you out there, that what we put through our eyes and ears, it defines us as humans, but also it shows us the way we act towards each other, the character of our person. What kind of character are we really? Are we really some someone who stands up for what is righteous? Or are we simply just going along to get along and the last word here get along is of course something that we have to be very careful about the ability to say no has basically been taking away from us from an early age of course school the school system we should be obedient to our teacher who are teaching us to be obedient to the state of course And, of course, when we go to work, we have to be obedient to our boss, basically say yes to our workload, of course. But we also have to be obedient to the government, whatever they (laughs) might uh, get up with or uh, implement uh, into law. So, basically, we have not really learned the ability to say no and of course, this is something that I would like for you and myself to consider. The ability to say no can actually be very, very powerful. What does the Bible says say? This It says that um, we should not have love for the world or what is in the world because the whole world is in the evil's power. That means that every society what people are constantly entertaining themselves with with, is from the evil one, from Satan and his demons. Now, Satan and his demons only mean that it is uh, angels that were created by Jehovah God who rebelled against Jehovah God and say no to worshipping him, to doing what he wants them to do and going their own way. Like a lot of human beings on this planet is doing right now, going their own way. But they're really not going their own way. They're only deceiving themselves into following in the evil's footsteps. And that is not a very good place to be, of course. So this is why I am talking about this for so many hours every month or year. It's because I also want to convince myself that the road to everlasting love and kindness is when we say no to garbage from the garbage can, anything negatively that can infect in or infect our personality in the wrong direction, in a negative direction, our ability to say no to that is of course also our ability to show Jehovah God that we can actually make our own mind up and not allow other people to make the mind up for us. So I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope that there was at least something uh, that could persuade you into thinking in a different way than you did before. Because I most certainly have had these uh, podcasts benefit me. It keeps me on the road to everlasting love and kindness. It keeps me on the road to have a more intimate relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, the Creator of the universe, of course. And in that process, I hope that my personality changes to the better every day so that I show love and kindness to every person that I meet regardless of that person's personality, so that I accept other people's personalities, even the bad ones, because by me doing that, I also show Jehovah God that I also respect his creations, because every person is created in the image of Jehovah God, so it is my personality that can actually persuade people into acting the way I act, I hope so, by showing even more loving kindness when you also meet persons with the ability not to show love and kindness. Of course, I hope that you and I are going to immerse ourselves in meditation of showing love and kindness to our fellow human beings having a mindset that is of the loving and caring and kind way. Because that is the way that we can have a dear and close relationship with Jehovah God, the Almighty One, and eventually when we die and get a resurrection, we can stand before the throne of Jehovah God and look in the eyes of Jesus Christ, and we can actually get a good judgment, a decent judgment, because we decided to change our personality to the better. So let's start the journey today. Let's focus on loving kindness, being there for others. What comes out of our mouth should be of the utmost high standard. By focusing on that, I'm going to guarantee you that your life is going to change to the better. So, in closing, I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 10th of February, 2022. The time is 20.53. And it is Thursday. Bye.